What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. This week, we have tons of hockey talk for you guys. We are diving into more of our NFL playoff picks for the divisional round, and we have some pretty awesome tea party segments that we thought were hilarious, so make sure you guys tune in to the end of the show to listen to that. Love you guys. Let's have a good show. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> it's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. Y'all know what time it is. Uh. Uh. Looking like you just graduated. Coming from a place that y'all gravitating. Looking like a boss, I just had to say What's up, party people? Welcome to the most busting podcast of all time. My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, how are we this week? Good. A lot better than I was the last few weeks, so we're good. (laughs) Okay, dope. Love that. All right, so if you are new here, we do a segment called HLH every week, which is your high, your low, and your hero of your prior week, just so we can kind of catch up with you guys about what's been going on with us, sports world, Twitter, all of that fun stuff. So Sarah, what is your HLH this week? Okay, so my high this week, I did go to the Bruins game Tuesday. It was not a good game to see, but I got to see the Willie O'Ree jersey retirement ceremony, and that was actually really cool. I think they did a really good job with it. So that was definitely high because I don't think I've ever seen a Jersey retirement ceremony. Um, low was the actual game itself. They lost seven to one, <laughs> seven to one. Yep. <laughs> it was bad. It was really, really bad. <laughs> oh, no. I have, I have, have to we get. should talk about this later in the show. So you, we can just <laughs> chat about it. For yeah, I say we don't have to get into the specifics yeah. of the actual game. Um. And then my other low is, and this has nothing to do with the boy that I went on the date with. This is actually completely other one. You know, this boy, like, this is just like, I think I was kind of texting you about it the other night. Like when I was just kind of going <laughs> off, I was like, I'm so fucking fed up. <laughs> yes. I don't know what boys think. They're just like, oh, like you're like, I find you did like you work in sports. That's all I need to know about you. Like, I'm just going to make you into whatever person I want and like put you in this spot. I'm like, you know, like I like. I'm a per like you don't know me at all like you don't know a single thing about me and like this boy like t- I don't want because I don't know if he listens but he like sent me this long text like, even if he does ago, who cares didn't answer well I just didn't answer because I was like you don't know me I don't know what you're like professing right now <laughs> so I didn't answer then he texted me an apology and I was like yeah like I'm honestly like you know I'm not a confrontational person I'm like I'm just not like into it like that and he like freaked the fuck out I was like sorry like I don't know and I was like what the fuck so that was a low um if you listen to this show I already hate you (laughs) boys are scary just so you know you don't know anything about me sorry like because he was apologizing so I assumed he was be understanding that I'm being upfront for once in my fucking life yeah like anyways walk away nerd So anyways, my hero, we'll get more into this one, is Brad Marchand's tweet 
I have those in the NHL sections because they're so funny, but I've been mm-hmm. loving those. And then also, I know you said this is going to be one of yours too, is Philly this weekend. I'm yes. so excited. <laughs> yes, I, I changed mine, sort of. I, I mean, I still have it. If you don't know, Sarah and I are going to Philadelphia this weekend together. <laughs> um, it is our first SNS Rose. retreat. We are going on fucking vacation, <laughs> you whores. I'm so excited. Um, I need a vacation. And so does Sarah. I can tell you that. Sarah, you need yep. a vacation. Um, so that's one of my heroes. I need to get out of here. Yep. That's one of my heroes as well. If you are in Philly and you want to party, hit us up. Sarah and I want to party. Yes. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, so that is what's going on there. My high this week is that Ben Roethlisberger is gone forever. I never have to see that motherfucker under center ever again, but that means Mason Rudolph is like back on the internet, which also sucks. Um, (laughs) my low was the Auburn basketball ranking. I got in like, I didn't get in beef because he wouldn't respond. I don't think he wanted to catch these Twitter hands. (laughs) Um, but these Twitter fingers, I guess, but like, (laughs) he is his ranking was like he's the reason that Auburn was not ranked first in school history like for the first time in the Mm -hmm. AP poll so that's fucking annoying because they absolutely should be and his excuse was that like he determines it based off if the teams are playing right now at a neutral location (laughs) I know so I was like (laughs) you freaking ass clown so that was my low he wouldn't respond to me being my low is that he didn't want to argue with me which is lame um my other hero is that women's pro hockey is going to increase the salary cap and add two new teams i was talking to mallory Solores, oh, yeah. friend of the program earlier this week i think we are going to try and have her on in the near future once her schedule opens up a little bit just because she is a boss lady and works full-time and plays <laughs> hockey so we meant to have her on before sarah went I don't know what do we want to call it went down down (laughs) went down before the incident um but we are going to try and have Mallory on to talk about that as soon as possible um as you guys know this is a show about seltzers I have a new seltzer this week Sarah I didn't ask what flavor white claw you had um I have a watermelon right now and I have a tangerine one for after Okay, I do appreciate you being on brand this week because as we know, we are little White Claw girls going to see Matt Rambo in Philly. So, you know, we couldn't really have a show before Philly if one of us wasn't drinking a White Claw. (laughs) Stay strapped. Um, But I am having (laughs) down east cranberry seltzers. Uh, Shout out to my friend Chrissy who left these here. I would be good. Yeah, shout out Tilly Sanders, Tilly shout out of the week, friend who loves cranberry everything. This one's for you, but really my friend Chrissy just left these at my house, so I'm drinking them. Sorry, Chrissy. Happy birthday. Thoughts? Oh. Is this a cider or a seltzer? I don't know. Maybe this is a cider? Someone help me. Someone smarter than me. I can't. I would say, isn't Down East usually cider? Yeah, but I thought, okay, but they do. Okay. Maybe the, I don't know. My hair color is showing, but this is good. Whatever it is. Dylan would like this. It's <laughs> sour though. Very sour. I don't know if I can drink two Ooh. of these, but I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> or the grind. So I'm going to give this a smash. Um, smashing. Hell yeah. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I feel like this is going to be, I'm going to say this 
and we're going to talk about like fucking wet koala bears for two hours again, but I feel like we have a pretty short show today. I did have yeah. a couple comments about the MLB. Obviously there is n- nothing going <laughs> on right now at all, but I wanted to talk about these poor MLB beat writers who are going through the thick of it right now, <laughs> trying to come up with stories. Like I saw one today that was something you probably didn't know about all all the teams in the MLB, uh, the best player that's not in the hall of fame at every position there. I don't know if you saw this. I put a link to it so that you can click on it if you want, but it's like some drawing of Mike Trout that has like blown up on baseball Twitter. Have you seen this? Oh, I have seen this. I have seen this. (laughs) This is the weirdest thing I've seen in a while. Baseball like, like, I feel bad for baseball like not that I'm not a baseball fan but I'm definitely not as into it as I used to be but like I'm looking at it again like it's really resorted to that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. where baseball Twitter is collectively at as a fan base and I don't blame them I'd be going crazy too if that's the best you can get <laughs> I just want to pour I want to pour one out for baseball writers right now mm-hmm. it is it's it's tough times <laughs> they are in the thick of it um as you know Sarah lives the life of a Patriots fan and I want to talk about a couple things in the NFL before we recap our picks last week Sarah Patriots were eliminated by the Bills I know you had a little bit of a bet with a friend earlier this year that you lost and they kicked your butt again how are you feeling <laughs> I will say the f- when I lost the bet, I was a lot more optimistic about the Patriots at the time. This time, I even said last week, I was like, I am not optimistic at all. But I did think it would go a little better than it did. <laughs> like, that was just a complete beat down. I thought they would show up with a little more than that. And the defense was just disgusting. Um, <laughs> it so, is what it is. I didn't think they were going to make, like, some huge playoff push. But yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You've got a quarterback. Uh, lots of people are free agents after this year. I had just a couple of notes about the game because it was, I think it was probably the game that most people were excited about, like in our neck of the woods or whatever yeah. people are saying these days. But I have to say that I was watching the post game and it was the NFL's first ever perfect game. No punts, no turnovers or field goals and touchdowns on every single drive. I think that that's, I mean, if, you're going to be Bill Belichick. That's the way to do it. But the fact that the Bills, I don't know who that says more about, like where the Bills are at in the football they're playing right now, or just how beat down the Patriots were towards the end mm-hmm. of the season. And I know that I saw some people, this was my only other comment about this game. I saw some people saying that Steve Belichick should have been let go after the defense's performance. And if he were anyone else's kid, he would be. I was curious if you had any thoughts about that. I haven't thought much about that. I don't entirely disagree. Mm-hmm. I can see that argument. I can see yeah. that argument. I mean, I wouldn't, but I understand why someone would say that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same place. Um, my only other comment about this game before I have like a couple other things I want to talk about before we do our picks. Um, mm-hmm. I was cracking up because Sunday, like all of Pat's Twitter was like, well, now that the Patriots are out of the playoffs, it's time for Tom Brady, like go TB12, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yay, can't wait for Patriots fans to like bandwagon to Bucks Twitter now, which 
And mm-hmm. some girl like subtweeted me so hard and I was like dying laughing. She was like, I don't think it's really bandwagoning if like the guy who brought you all these Super Bowls like leaves. And it's like, I get that. But the definition of fucking bandwagoning Hello, you guys are bandwagoners, whether you like want to rationalize it or not. Like that's just, it is what it is. And the fact that this girl subtweeted me so hard and unfollowed me, I was just dying laughing. She followed you? She she was following me before. And that was, that was the tweet out of all of my tweets. That was the tweet that sent her overboard. I was just like, miss girl, that's the one. That That's the one? Really? You're going to die on that hill? But like, okay. <laughs> So that's kind of weird. Like, it's not like you were doing at her personally. I know. And it's like, it's not like I'm like lying. You know what I mean? Like, it's true. Like, just take the chirp and move on. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that you're so pissed about it just means that like, you mad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, that was, that was, I had some fun with that one on Sunday. My other Twitter thing that I wanted to talk about was I did a poll So you remember how earlier this year, the Raiders coach was fired and then Henry Ruggs got in that accident and they promoted um, their special teams coach to head coach. Yes. So there's a conversation now with the fact that like he got them into the playoffs, if he should be offered like a a job as a head coach. And it's like, I put a poll up about it on Twitter and it was like 86% of people said yes. And they're still interviewing people. So my other, my only other comment about this is it's like, when you put a guy in this position as, you know, the Raiders owner, and it's like, he gets you into the postseason, and you got like, I just, I'm so confused. Like, why would you not give that guy a shot? Like they had tragedy strike their team twice in one season and still made like the playoffs. Like, I think that that you should give the guy a year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't have um, much thoughts on it myself. Yeah, just but it's like, that much. But. Well, yeah, totally. But it's like, I, what more could you expect from a coach? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's not um, an ideal situation to walk into. Also, I know, do you know about the Nickelodeon game? Yes, I did okay. watch it, actually. I watched it you last wa- year, too. You watched the Nickelodeon game? Okay, do you like the Nickelodeon game? I love the Nickelodeon. That's the only, if it's not a Patriots game, that's the only other game I'll watch. Although I will sometimes watch the band for Joe Burrow, but for the most part, that's the only, that and the Super Bowl. (laughs) Okay. If every game was a Nickelodeon game, would you get into the NFL? Absolutely. (laughs) I know it's like catered to get like young audience, like kids, but like, that's what catches my my attention span. I (laughs) am literally putting in our notes to tweet the NFL that they need to make a Nickelodeon, the NFL and Nickelodeon that they need to make. I need this. If this is what it takes, I will tweet, I will create a burner to tweet the NFL and Nickelodeon every, I will put up a tweet deck every hour until they block me and then I'll make another one. If that's how I will get you into the NFL. I'm not kidding. That's, I think that's the only way I'll get because I love the Nickelodeon. Like I watched that entire game. I was not like even paying attention to the actual what was going on, on the field, just like the theatrics. I love it. <laughs> or like the more like realistic option here is you just get into hard drugs and then every game will look like that. This is true. I've never considered <laughs> that option, but <laughs> I mean it could happen. Sometimes I'm watching Euphoria. I was like, what if I did that? <laughs> Isn't there like a t- 
TikTok trend going around like the when I feel like I'm in euphoria or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. I love TikTok so much. Um, but I'm actually going to tweet the NFL and Nickelodeon after this show. So if you hear this, you better go <laughs> retweet me and tweet them too if you're a real one. Um I my last comment about the NFL before we get into our picks and on with the rest of the show. So the Dolphins fired their head coach after they beat the Patriots week 18. And it came out this week that there are rumors that he is willing to go anywhere that will take him and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew he got fired. I didn't know that he's going around saying that. (laughs) There's a rumor that that's what's going on. And I just, the fact that Deshaun Watson could play another snap of football in the NFL freaks me out. That's nuts. Ugh, icky. It is icky. I did not like that. So I hope that if that's true, he catches some heat. There, I tweeted something about it and there are all of these like, people like he's innocent like he was never found guilty blah 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 I'm like shut up I hope you don't have a daughter loser you probably do probably <laughs> they always have like a huge family it's like a yeah, I know daughters they have family. like girl dad in their bio like John 316 oh mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always, always. It's always that one yep and it's always like some crazy patriots graphic it's like their profile photo or they don't have one at all. It's like me, a meme from like 2007 of like the like grainy Patriots graph. And I was like, you can't test me. I'm a Patriots fan. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. What also, the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Those are the guys who like drive like the big trucks with like the balls hanging hanging from the back of it like that's exactly who those and they have that sticker on their car with the red Sox logo peeing on the game. yes <laughs> yes those people yes girl dad john 316 uh what what's the thing that's going around right now uh like something branded let's go brandon <laughs> yeah that's literally what that is it's all yes. one big circle they're all the yeah. same people Yep, you can call us little white claw girls all you want, bitches. <laughs> um, so our picks last week. I dropped a game. You dropped three games, but we're gonna keep it going through the rest of the playoffs to the Super Bowl. So there is time for Sarah to get back in the game. Um, we both had the Bengals, <laughs> both had the Bucks, both had the Chiefs, you had the Patriots, I had the Bills, we both had the Cowboys. You had the Cardinals and I had the Rams. So this week's games, we are going to go through and pick again. Sarah, Bengals at Titans. I know you are taking the Bengals and I'm assuming your reasoning is because (laughs) Joe Burrow is our God and he needs more cigars. Exactly. That's all that needs to be said about my reasoning. (laughs) I am also going to take the Bengals. Um... I just don't think the Titans are playing great football, especially to be coming off of a week off. I am a little worried that they might be rusty and they weren't playing great football to begin with at in December for me. So I too am going to take the Bengals. 49ers at Packers. Who are we I'm taking? going Packers. I'm going Packers too. Okay, why are you going Packers? <laughs> I just feel like I was kind of surprised that the 49ers even won that game. I don't 
I don't really think either of those teams deserved to win that game in the end, but they did not look good, especially at the end there. So I'm going Packers. Okay, cool. I am going back to my old reasoning and I'm saying I head to head, I will take Aaron Rodgers over Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, unless Debo Samuel <laughs> is throwing more TDs, then I don't know. We'll see, but I am going to take the Packers. Rams at Bucks. Taken. All right. Um, this is tough for me because I know better than to root against Tom Brady or to pick against Tom mm-hmm. Brady, but they're so injured right now. And it's like, well, they are getting Leonard Fournette back. So holy shit. Damn. All right, let me let me come back to this. Let me come back to this. Okay, okay. I want to know if we're gonna pick differently, and if we need a tiebreaker for this week, I I will I will take I will take the Rams if okay. I have to. But but Bills at Chiefs, who are you taking? I'm actually going with the Bills. Okay, all right. I am also gonna go with the Bills. Okay. So I'm gonna take the Rams. I have the Rams upsetting. That's my upset. <laughs> That's my upset. I'm gonna take the Rams. All right. We are all set for our picks for this weekend. Tweet us your picks of the weekend. I will also be doing player prop picks as always. So you can tune in for those later this week. Sarah, it is a big week of NLL news. And we are also going, we are going to a wings game this weekend. So (laughs) I also need to know what you are going to wear because I am trying to figure that out. So we'll have to like, question. yeah, we'll have to think we about need to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is our reminder that we need to start packing for Philly because my <laughs> office, yo, my low actually should have been that my office is a disaster because I have so much laundry to put away. I have PR packages to open out the wazoo. So I need to get my life in order before we go to Philly. But what is the NLL rundown of the week? So we actually have PL and NLL news. The PL trade window opened and already we saw some action there. The chaos trade Jake Fricaro to the Cannons for Andrew Q and a 2023 third round pick. I don't think this is a really a bad trade for either side. I think Jake Fricaro, he didn't get a ton of time playing with the chaos just because, you know, like we saw, they have a very specific offense. It's Canadian box style and He's not a Canadian box player. So like as talented as he is, and you know, I think he's a really good shooter and whatnot. It was just hard to find him the regular playing spot in that roster. So like when he was playing with the chaos, like he had great numbers, but like you just have like, you have Josh Byrne, like the Dane Smith, those type of guys playing together. You can't break them up. Like it's yeah. tough. So to the Cannons, I think it's a good move for him just because now the Cannons are without Paul Rabel too, now that he's retired. I'm not saying Jake Fricaro is going to replace the production of Paul Rabel. That's tough to do, but like, I think this is the perfect spot for him just because now he can get that regular playing spot. Same with Andrew Q to the chaos. You know, he's someone that I think he's like pretty flexible and versatile, which I think will fit in well with the chaos just because it makes him a good depth piece. And he is Canadian and we know Andy Towers likes the Canadians over there. So I think it's a good trade-off for both sides. I'm definitely Andy think Towers. a lot more people are we stand oh Andy God. Towers. My God, <laughs> our God. 
But I definitely think the big like flashy name in this trade is Jake Ricaro. But I think people are kind of underestimating what Andrew Q can bring to that chaos team too. Plus, I think he's familiar with a lot of the guys on that team. I think it was tough with the Cannons just because, again, last season was their like expansion, like their first season. It's tough. Everyone knows like expansion teams, no one expects much out of them the first season. Like yeah. now that they have one season under their belt, I think it'll be good for Jake Ricaro to come in. Yo, you're without Paul Rabel in the midfield, so he can fit right in there. Same with Andrew Q. Like, they're coming off a championship season with the chaos, and now you have this depth piece to add to it with, God forbid, any injuries or just, like, who knows, like, what other moves they'll make. Maybe he will get a regular playing spot there. So I thought that was a good, exciting first trade. Okay. It was a nice way to kick things off. Are you expecting – the NLL news. Oh, I was going to say, are you expecting any other like big moves or like, do you have any predictions? I don't know if I have any predictions. I definitely think like, because there were some significant retirements between Paul Rabel, Kyle Harrison, um, the Chrome lost a couple guys like Joel White. So I think you'll definitely see some trades going on there, but also I'm interested to see how like the draft plays out because mm-hmm. I know like the Atlas has a lot of high picks and they already have a pretty stacked team. So they might be willing to trade some big names just to get those like higher guys in the draft in there. Where is the draft? I think it's all remotely. Mm, lame. Boo. Don tomatoes. <laughs> tomato, tomato, throw <laughs> tomato. <laughs> all right. NLL news. What's up? Okay. So NLL week seven was last weekend it was a wild weekend panther city got their first no, franchise I'm win. i'm so mad about this because it now, was wild because so it now we have to choose between well i have to choose between rambo and the riptide <laughs> i don't like this see i'm going to feel you like all right i want to be a wings fan but i'm also cheering for jeff t because everyone knows i'm love jeff t so i'm a wings and jeff t <laughs> oh my god all right i but i don't know what to do <laughs> i do feel bad for the i will say i wrote in my team of the week article this week like the riptide are trending upwards like they're gonna get that first win like sooner rather than later you know no like, not against week. the wings though <laughs> me and my i know pad, by the way <laughs> This week, it was just, I feel like there's such a high-stake game. Like, it was a regular season game between Panther City and Riptide, yeah. But, like, both the teams were looking for their first win. Panther City was looking for their first franchise win. Like, it was two brothers up against each other playing goal. Like, there was a lot going on in that game. And it went to overtime. And the Riptide actually, like, well, they thought they scored first. But I think his right toe or right foot was in the crease. So, it got called back. So, they had to keep playing overtime. Then Panther City, it was Patrick Dodds. They thought he scored. That one got called back. And it went into like a 10-minute overtime. And then Patrick Stodds actually did score. And Panther City won it. So it was a very dramatic ending. It was a really good game, though. But, yeah, no Riptide win yet. (laughs) Then Saskatchewan, I know I talked about this last week. I was like, yeah, they're 1-3, and but I wouldn't be too worried. They're now 1-4. and And they lost to Albany. And I will say Albany is definitely trending upwards too. Like you're really heating up. Um, they looked really, really good this weekend. I think Saskatchewan's offense scored five goals. Like you're not going to win games if you're only scoring five goals. But also I don't know what the problem is because they have one of the best defensive units in the league. 
Mm-hmm. So I think it's only a matter of time before they finally like heat up and get it together. But now as games just keep going on, like we're in week eight now and they're one and four. That That's tough considering they're supposed to be at the top of the division easily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. All right. And your game to watch this week, I don't think anyone could guess. <laughs> yes. The game to watch this week is Riptide at Philly. If you can guess why. <laughs> We're totally look not for us on going. TV. <laughs> yeah, look for no. The Wells Fargo. <laughs> Should we make signs? <laughs> can we make little white claw girl signs? <laughs> I'm gonna be drunkenly doing arts and crafts while Sarah's working on Saturday night. That's what's gonna happen. Literally. That's although actually- I will say I have still not heard anything about me working Saturday. So let's all pray. Ooh. It's still just as TBD. Sarah, I just had the best idea of my life. What? You know, the TikToks that are like, go little rock star. We yeah. should do that, but go little white claw boy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. And you cannot tell me that it wouldn't be. It would be like embarrassing, like moms. <laughs> yes. 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 You might be on to something. Or like, you can hold that one and I'll say Duval for Matt Rambo. <laughs> we should, uh, we have to. This this is too we good. So many options. So <laughs> many options. Oh, this is so good. I hope that someone listens to this on Saturday afternoon and has a better idea for us. But I think the Go Little White Club Boy is the best thing ever. Because you could do like the little stars and like the little different colors like they do on like the TikTok thing. It'd be so good. I will say Matt Rambo messaged me earlier today. He's like, do you like the Philadelphia Wings? I was like, I mean, yeah, I'm the fan for this week. (laughs) Oh, Wings. I, okay. I already did tell myself that if they sell jerseys, I'm going to buy one because hello. (laughs) You know what? I feel like for the culture, for, for the, the culture, culture for, we need for to the have culture. a Rambo jersey. <laughs> and I can just hang it. Like I can make sure that it's like inside of my Larry Bird jersey. It'll just be like <laughs> right here. <laughs> Although what if, what if I got a Jeff T jersey? See, you know, I support that so much. That's you should so get Jeff. I'm like, should and I? Then, <laughs> yeah, you should get a Jeff jersey. I'll get a Rambo jersey. And then we can just stand there with our really confusing signs because we're rooting for different teams in like a weird way. <laughs> uh, I say we do it. Okay. I need I think a souvenir that, anyways. My, my souvenir will be a Jeff T jersey. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Or are we still getting tattoos? Because I kind of want to. I want to. I don't have any. And okay. I keep saying for the last year, I'm like, I want a tattoo. <laughs> okay. Do you know what you want? Oh, that's why I haven't gotten one. So I'm like, I don't know what I would get. But I, I feel like, like if I'm just like spur of the moment. <laughs> I have like 8,000 that I want. But I already have okay, six. Perfect. So it's like not like cool for me anymore. <laughs> See, I have none. It's a I clean think, slate. I think I'm going to get like a little baby microphone. Ooh. Like right here. I think that's the move. 
Because like regardless that, of this podcast, I've been in broadcasting long enough that it's like such a significant piece of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I can justify it. <laughs> so I think I that's the move. You can definitely justify it. That's the move. Yes. Okay. Like I said, we thought this show was going to be like, bang, bang, short, quick episode. But then we start talking about wet koalas for hours. Um, so NHL stuff of the week. I feel like the NHL has been the most entertaining of all the leagues this week. That might just be me, but I have had a great time reading about the NHL this week. I have in our notes to first talk about the, just the Oilers as a whole last week was just absolute chaos. Did you see Connor McDavid's interview when he was asked about Evander Kane? Did you send that to me? Did I send that to you? I don't remember. Oh, I think I sent it to you because I was yeah. like, well, I can't say anything, but I was like, Kendra will say something. Oh my God. Yeah. I watched that. I think that Sarah has learned that when she like can't comment on things or she knows that I will <laughs> get my hands dirty on Twitter for exactly. her, she sends me things because I'm like, no. <laughs> I literally am like the fucking Elmo on fire meme and I do not give a single fuck about it so she sent me this interview and I was like I blew up I was like are you kidding me it's like because regard like I understand you want to be a team player and you want to win games and all of that kind of stuff but it's like could you imagine some of the guys on the Bruins handling that interview like that like the Bruins have gotten to the point where I think their media training so good. Like you get answers from Taylor Hall, who has not always had the best reputation in hockey. And I'm like, he sounds like a stand-up guy here. And obviously a part of it is like, he's so happy to be with the Bruins. Like he's made that very clear, but never have I heard something that the Bruins say, like Tuka Raz does make some questionable comments, but I think that's just his sense of humor. Oh, whereas is, like, I love for it. For the most part, they're always on the right side. Like you never hear the Bruins say something that's like, it's tough to be a fan of this team when you're saying shit like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this no, I've was... never. <laughs> that yeah, and it's like okay, even if you don't feel any type of way about it, which clearly you don't, and I lost a lot yeah. of, I lost a lot of fucking respect for him after that interview. I have been, you know, I think that we both have praised him quite a bit on this podcast because how do you mm-hmm. not? How do you not? He yeah. is like one of the most electric players I have ever seen our generation will ever see but it's like when you it it, it kind of yeah when you make comments like that it's like okay you is it is he married or engaged I don't know if they're engaged I know he has he lives with his girlfriend I don't know if they're engaged like you have a long-term girlfriend who I'm sure you you know what I mean it's just like you have a mom Mm -hmm. you might have a sister like how do you I don't really care whether he's joining your team or not. You don't have to be his best friend. You can say no comment. You can feel however you want to feel about it. Like, obviously that's you and I'm going to judge you for having that opinion either way, but it's like, come on you. How? I will say the Oilers, they have a lot of problems. Evander Kane is not going to solve a single one of those problems. Like they have a lot they need to work on. They have a lot they need to add. Like, I think there needs to be some changes up there, but Evander Kane's not going to solve any of those problems. And I think right now, still the best thing for Connor McDavid would be getting out of Edmonton. That is the closest he'll get to success at this point if no one's going to change anything. And Evander Kane's not the answer. Absolutely. Like you guys have lost some really shitty games as of late, like some really shitty games and your locker room honestly kind of sounds like a fucking disaster if you ask me. And I don't think that this is going to help at 
all. And on top of this, I have in our notes as well, the Jim Matheson comments the other day. Yeah. When that, okay, I want to know before I tell you how I feel about this, I think you already know. I want to know, are you, which, which it's not that we want to draw a line in the sand because I feel like far more often than not, like you and I are kind of on the side of the athletes, even though we are in the media. How do you, where do you, where do you, where do you find yourself in this situation? Yeah, I'm definitely on the athlete side in this one, just because when you listen to the whole thing, Jim Matheson was like digging to get a bat. Like it was very clear what he was trying to do, like what his intent was. He was trying to get some like outrageous quote. And we know how NHL players are. Like they don't give their opinion on anything. Like I know it's part of their media training and whatnot, but I'm like, he just kept digging. And after a tough loss like that, like the last thing you should do is just keep on like trying and trying. And then he was just flat out rude. Like, I think that question was just so rude and unprofessional. Yeah. It's like, when you take this interview for me out of context, it's like, if I didn't know who this guy was and I didn't know the relationship that he has with the team and how he's kind of known for pushing boundaries and buttons and stuff like that. It's like, I'm, I don't think that you (laughs) my question for the masses and I hate to play this card. Actually, I don't hate to play this card. If that were a woman, she'd be gone right now. And she'd never work another day, dude. People would still be tearing her apart online. And now it's already like, it's like a joke on there. Like, oh, why are you so pussy? Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, it would be nothing. But if it was a woman, they're like, she needs to be fired immediately. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, everyone's like, well, he's like an award-winning reporter. So like, he knows what he's doing. Okay. You know what? Even award-winning reporters need to be checked sometimes. Like it happens. We are all human. Like, and just because someone needs to be checked doesn't mean that they need to be canceled. Like it's just, this guy needs a fucking reality check that these are people too. They're doing their job. They have to talk to you and they don't always have to answer questions how you want or how you need. Like, that's just how it is. Ask a different question, ask it a different way. I saw something kind of interesting. It was saying that like, NHL players typically don't like to play in Canada. Like you would think they would love to play in Canada, but because the Canadian media is the way it is, like you see, especially with the Maple Leafs, like I feel like they tear apart, like as much as I hate the Maple Leafs, like Mitch Marner gets so much shit from them. Like Austin Matthews too, which whatever. Mm-hmm. But any Canadian team really, especially like when you have the Oilers with Connor McDavid, like they're ripping into these people and they just have to deal with it. Like, I don't know like yeah you sign up for it as part of the job but it's almost kind of like I feel like how Boston media is with athletes like you just have to deal with getting ripped into and not ever stand up for yourself yeah yeah totally it's it's because of the freaking standard that they have for like Mm. hockey because that's like their main sport and then like Boston because of all like the trophies and the accolades that athletes here have brought home but my thing is is that I think that that's one of the reasons that I appreciate the NBA so much is that it doesn't feel it never to me feels like the media is out there like ripping or attacking people. Like the goal at the end of the day for the NBA is to have fun. I feel like they're the most lenient of all the leagues for their athletes, <laughs> what they can do, where, like what they can say, all of that kind of stuff. Like they're allowed to be themselves. And it's like, for that reason, the NBA has so much flavor and so much character and so much culture that it's like, I feel like that that's where sometimes that's where hockey goes wrong. I agree. I feel like the NBA is like the pinnacle of what sports leagues wants to be obviously it has its own problems too but in yeah. terms of marketing I think it's the sport that 
is the best at marketing. You know, we know the most about the players as people. They're allowed to show their personality. They're allowed to like joke around and they feel comfortable like in what they're doing. Whereas hockey players, like baseball players, I feel like those two in particular, you don't know really anything about those people unless they like choose to go out on mm-hmm. a whim and be like, oh, I'm going to like tweet every now and then. <laughs> And then everyone's like, oh my God, he's the funniest, most personal person in the league. And it's like, I'm sure there are plenty of funny people in the league. They just like, I don't know. They can't voice that really. Yeah, totally. It's like, that's one of the things I've noticed here too, is it's like, obviously I, it's no secret that I am very fortunate to be a TD garden very often. Um, And I know that I'm very fortunate for that. Um, but the difference for me between like Bruins games and like Celtics games is it's like in, when they're in commercial break or whatever, it's like the Bruins are like, I don't know, guess like how many balls are under this cup kind of situation or like, what's this player's favorite food? Whereas like when I go to Celtics games, they're like, okay, what does Dennis Schroeder do in his fair, his spare time? Is he like, does he love to like skateboard at like skate parks that are around? Does he, you know, play the guitar? Does he like do all this, whatever? Is he a stand up comedian? And it's like, that's stuff is cool like I want to know that Dennis Schroeder like loves to like hit the half pipe on his days off you know what I mean like I think that's way cooler than knowing that like pasta <laughs> likes to eat pizza you know what I mean like I, it's just <laughs> like I, okay cool you know what I mean like I don't know it's just like yeah. that's the difference for me is that like I feel like it's almost cool in the NHL to be like misunderstood and stuff and it's like no like fans want to know you like and the Boston media is hard on these guys, but it's like, we like fans want to know the athletes. And I don't think the NHL does that well. And reporters mm-hmm. don't make it any easier when they're putting this much pressure on people, like ask them, you know, like something, something different, like pissing them off. Isn't going to get anywhere for anyone. Yeah. That was an insane comment. <laughs> I don't care how well-respected reporter he is. I don't think anyone has the right to ask a player that. I don't know. That's just me. (laughs) I also kind of referenced this to someone on Twitter earlier this week. I was like, if this were a chick, though, it would have turned into that. So, Bill, uh, I'm just circling back around to last week when, you know, I wanted to follow up about your New Year's resolutions. That's what it would have turned into. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So... Before we get into some Bruin stuff, I just had to throw in here Timo Meyer's five goal game. Yeah, that was sick. I was working, but I saw the highlights and was getting all the live tweets. And I was like, okay, do you have do you have like Twitter notifications on for anyone? I do for a few things. Yeah. So I have them on for the Sharks. And like I Mm -hmm. put my phone down and kept seeing like Sharks tweet after Sharks tweet after Sharks tweet. And I was like, all right something seriously had to have happened here. And it was just like every other tweet was like something about Timo Meyer. And I was just like, holy crap. Like I was so sad I didn't get to watch this game, but it was, the highlights were dope. See, I was watching it because I was working that fucking game. So I had to upload all the highlights. I'm like, this motherfucker is making me work so much. Because I was like, oh, Sharks, Kings. It's probably going to be kind of a dud of a game. And then once he hit the five goal mark, I like messed our Slack show. I was like, if he gets six, can I talk about a sock trick? Like, no, no one knows what that is. <laughs> what? What is a better time to introduce the sock trick than right now? But he was we so are, close. We are sock trick stance. I don't want to throw my hat. <laughs> I don't care about my socks. I want to throw something. Well, take off your fucking shoes in that ice ring and chuck your dirty ass socks on the ice. I'm just going to start throwing my bra. 
That's what's gonna happen. I like said to my coworker, I was like, I definitely probably like violate some COVID protocol, take off your shoes and just start start like everyone's bare feet in there. I was like, I don't care. I would love that. It would be such a funny visual. It would be so <laughs> fun. Um, so I just as a Sharks fan had to make a comment about that. I know we have quite a few things to talk about about the Bruins. Obviously, you were at the game the other night, and I know that this is probably a sore subject, but <laughs> what are your comments about Tuka's first period? I would say it was definitely not his best showing. Like, he had four goals on, I think it was 12 shots. Like, it was nuts. But the defense was – that was the worst I've ever seen that defense. Like, there was yeah. not a single defender from Charlie McAvoy to mm-hmm. – Con- that horrific game like that might have been his worst game of his career I don't want to like name names you know I'm not one to be like this person played that was really bad (laughs) but there was not a single defender out there like it was pretty much just Tuka up against one of the best offenses like they're second in the league right now I think in the entire league everyone knew the Hurricanes were gonna be a tough game I thought it was gonna be a closer game than it was everyone thought it was going to be a closer game than it was there's so much like hype up for it and stuff so that was just a I almost bought a ticket but <laughs> it was I, a thousand I, percent of defense yeah outside of Svetch I love the Canes roster mm-hmm. like I, no, I love their like, team and I know Patrice Bergeron like said it he was like that's not our team we know it's not our team like we've won the last like eight of nine games so I'm not worried at all because of that game they're just like nothing was working for us I would be worried if we saw more games like that, or at least maybe not to that extent, but the defense, the performance they put on was just horrendous. Like you put Elmark in there. He doesn't let in a goal while he's in there and you still can't, I will say like the offense didn't do them any favors, but that happens in hockey where they just aren't able to do anything that that's whatever. Letting up seven goals is no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's not something you can like justify. It's if if you have like a three gold night, four gold night every once in a while, like understood. Yeah. But you know, the defense, I mean, so earlier this season when they just couldn't seem to find any chemistry between the lines, that was our concern. And then eventually our Mm -hmm. concern kind of shifted towards the defense (coughs) and you know, what this goalie rotation was going to look like, but it's like they did wind up hitting that hot streak towards the end of December and into January. But I feel like I haven't seen a spark of that team in a second. Like, yeah, they've won some games. They've won some good games. They've won some greasy games, but it's like, I feel like that spark just like, doesn't feel like it's there right now. I think just after that game, it kind of just put it to a halt like no one even like you saw people all freaking out on Twitter like oh my god this Bruins team blah 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 I'm like you need to remember like last week when you're all like oh my god like this Bruins team is gonna go all the way like blah 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 again I still don't think this Bruins team is going all the way I do think if they keep playing like they were for the last couple of weeks they will make a lot bigger playoff push than I ever thought they would they're in good standings right now like they're comfortably in that wild card spot I'm not sure if they're ever going to make it up in the rankings just because you're up against the Panthers, the Lightning. Like, I just don't think that's very likely. Like, Capitals no. are really good. To, I yeah. don't know. I don't think we'll ever – not – eh. But if they play like that again, like the defense, then I am going to be worried. And I think they'll need to shift some things around or make a big – some big at the trade deadline. I don't know what that trade would look like now. 
but I think the defense is what they need to focus on because finally we're seeing secondary scoring. You know, everyone's been talking about that. Like, there seem to be waking up. Again, last game, I think it was just a dud that happens. But, yeah, seven goals is that two of them, I will say, two of the goals that Tuga led in were, like, soft goals he should have had. But I'm, like, I'm trying to be lenient with him just because it is, like, his second game back. Like, he was just coming back from surgery. Two soft goals, it's whatever. Your defense not doing shit for you is the real issue there. Okay, so you spoke about, like, their potential to maybe make a wild card chase. And Mm -hmm. at what point? So there's obviously, speaking of the trade deadline and, you know, that kind of stuff, maybe moving some people around. There's obviously been some chatter of trading some boys from Providence and those sorts of things. But it's like you start to look at the playoff picture and the potential of them making that wild card slot. The trade deadline's approaching. At what point do you kind of maybe satisfy some people and either make a trade with some people on the big Bruins or the Providence Bruins, or do you maybe give some people some playoff or some like ice time that they've been asking for? Do you send them away? <coughs> At what point in the season do you kind of start to assess those questions in your mind? I think the, so the trade deadline is not to like March, like we're ways away, which I didn't realize that's like far, but I think it'd be better for the Bruins to do something sooner rather than later, just because they do have some obvious problems they need to address. Yeah, they were streaking, they were on that hot streak for a while, things were working for them, but you can't be on a hot streak forever and it's not like you can just ignore those problems. But I will say, I feel like we've seen Oscar Steen work out, like he's definitely earned himself a permanent role. Yeah. It's him. Um, he like has looked really good. That's why you saw Carson Kuhlman now over in Seattle. So I think at this point, like they're having good looks with these young players, but the people that are in Providence now, I think have either had their chance to like show like, okay, this is what it is, or they're not producing up at in Boston, or we just haven't seen them at all because they're still early in their development. So I wouldn't mind seeing more like smaller trades down in Providence for maybe Mm -hmm. like younger guys that we can get back that we can give a look and see how they fit in I feel like it's also less risk because then you still are able to develop them down at that level Mm -hmm. whereas I don't know obviously we know this Jake DeBrus trade I don't even have any words about anymore because you don't see anything about it nothing it doesn't feel like it's gonna happen yeah yeah so I'm just like whatever I'd rather test it out with the younger guy who they can develop and maybe we can see down the line or can randomly be a playoff hero because I feel like that's what ends up happening is these random guys that no one's ever heard of gets pulled up for the playoffs and scores like three goals in two games or something who so who would you right now if you had to let a player or two leave for something potentially good who would you be willing to get rid of from the Bruins from like Boston Bruins Mm -hmm. like who who are you willing to kind of part ways with if it were to work out positively for you guys because that that question's going to come up that question's going to be yeah relevant here soon there's honestly a lot of defensemen that I'm okay at this okay. point, see and go. Like, obviously, McAvoy never. I don't think they can trade him. But um, pretty much everyone, like, I do, I like her as, like, I want to keep her as, like, mm-hmm. um, Carlo, I want to keep any of those other defenders. 
open game to me, honestly. And I feel like because them have so much experience, like there are some older guys on there that you could get a decent return for them. Yeah. Offense wise. I don't know. Cause I will say, I really like our fourth line these days. The mm-hmm. only name for some reason that's popping out to me. And I feel bad because I really like the way he's been playing is Eric Halla. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's been on every single NHL team at this point, but also I feel he like has you could been... get a good return for him right now though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I feel like that's someone that people are like, okay, he's been doing so well with the Bruins. He has all this experience. Like he's playing on the second line he looks really good up there, but also I think the Bruins could get someone that like, cause the second line's always been a big question mark. Like even with Dave Krejci, he never had competent wingers. And now I don't know. Eric Hall is great on that line and stuff, but I think he's also, I hate saying it, an easily replaceable person. Totally. Where if you can That's get okay, a trade say. with a decent return, then yeah. whatever. Totally. I'm Jake DeBrus to too. Yeah. Jake DeBrus too. I, he wants to be traded. So I hope a trade happens for him. But also at this point, it doesn't look like anything's on the horizon. I know Nick Felino is supposed to come back. So we don't necessarily need him as much as we did. Yeah, but I think if they lost him, it would kind of shake things up. Just they do need him on some line, like the bottom lines. And I know he doesn't want to be here, and that sucks for him. But totally, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, I think our only other Bruins comment was from you about Marshy's Twitter. <laughs> He's just been like on a bender lately on Twitter. It's like yeah. all of a sudden he remembered that he has Twitter or something. He's <laughs> on there every day, just roasting random people. Like today it was um that agent. He was just like something about he's like not that kind of party, Alan. It was that same agent who made that weird Marc Andre Fleury graphic with the sword. Oh going. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to tweet him and just be like, at it, since you're back on Twitter, could you like roast me? because <laughs> he used to be so active and so frequent with the roasting like there are some good ones and I've missed that because he hasn't done them in a while and now he's just been like on Twitter at least once a day and I made a tweet today I'm like he literally just logs on drops the hammer on someone and then it seems like he doesn't even check his phone after that like, I know. all right <laughs> yeah it's it's a great tactic because when you start checking back you like feel like you have more to say or like you acknowledge mm-hmm. what other people are saying and you feel the need to chime in but it's like when if you don't care after you like high key win <laughs> you win because you don't give a fuck to like circle back so honestly <laughs> I appreciate as someone who drops the hammer I appreciate that from him <laughs> so I appreciate that um any Leafs comments before we move in to kind of our pop culture stuff yeah, I was just you saying, have I was one. working. Yeah, I was saying I was working the Leafs Rangers game last night and the Leafs went up three and one. Everyone, I tried my best. I was like, I'm not gonna make any tweets about them losing after they had a three-one lead, but they quite literally let the Rangers score five unanswered goals, including Ryan Reeves, who scored twice, which it was his first multi-goal game since 2013. I guess it was also Ryan Reeves' birthday, so that's cool. But I was Dang. like, oh, my God, they are about to have a hat trick to Ryan Reeves. That's so fucking <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off while I was doing this game. I was like, I wanted to make a comment because, like, obviously I'm posting the highlights, like, to the NHL website, and I had to put that 
they like had a 3-1 lead but they lost it and I just want to straight be like Leafs blew a 3-1 lead well like, I can't I just Leafs have to say what the score change was the end <laughs> there's like That's certain it. words you can't even use and blows one of them and I'm like Fuck. boo <laughs> throw on tomatoes um I don't know why this is so random and I'm on one today and I apologize you know the TikTok of like the squirrel like dancing with the rainbow behind it yes I have that like stuck in my head and I can't stop like this is like all this I just I can't I can't stop thinking about it um <laughs> like I like seriously have been just picturing like a squirrel dancing between us on my screen forever because I can't stop <laughs> watching those TikToks um I'm no longer on Skinwalker TikTok. I am now on Squirrel TikTok. So bless up. God bless. Bless. <laughs> Are you still on baby TikTok? My entire TikTok for you page now is just euphoria. Mm. <laughs> That's every single TikTok I have. Mm, heard. Um, pop culture <laughs> stuff this week. Speaking of TikTok, I have one about your boy joe burrow i know that you saw him and were they cartier yes. were they cartier glasses i believe so yeah the cartier sunglasses and a reporter asked him they were just like so you know like what's with the glasses like he just laughed he was like i think they're cool man and that's it and he just like <laughs> laughed and i don't know why i just i kept i watched that video far more far more than I would like to admit I just like kind of looped it and was like oh he's so cute he's so cute and he just oh I love him so much he's and I was like so I would cute. hate those glasses on like probably anyone else ever but he just makes them look so good I was like you're so cute and he literally oh. looked like a Bratz doll and I was still I would I literally was like spit in my mouth <laughs> smash <laughs> smash smash smashing <laughs> uh absolutely smash yes there's no pass option is smash or smash no um Double so smash. I just wanted to talk I just honestly wanted to talk about how attractive he is and how it's not fair and he's just so yep. cute and innocent and adorable it's like him and Justin Herbert I just sit here and I like am like a middle schooler with a crush again and it's like I could slide in Joe Burrow's DMs, but he'd never see it. And then Justin Herbert doesn't even run his own social media. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, I will never, they will never know I exist. <laughs> I will say I've tried sliding in Joe Burrow's <laughs> DMs a couple times, never gotten a response. If anyone's curious, don't try. He, he's not going to see it. Or, <laughs> or if you have suggestions of how to slide in Joe Burrow's DM, hit me up because I have not slid yet <laughs> and I would be more than happy to. Sarah, what is your pop culture shit this week? Okay. I see it everywhere. I see on TikTok. I see on Twitter. I see all these memes. And honestly, sometimes I like them just to make it seem like I know what's going on. I don't what the fuck is pushing p what does that mean like i, know I don't know it's future that's saying but what's p i don't get Why it are I, you pushing it i don't i don't understand i am so glad you did this i just pulled up urban dictionary because i don't know it either <laughs> okay okay all right <laughs> what this is, is it great this is great pushing the lifestyle of a player 
a real one. Putting your people in position is pushing P. That's it. <laughs> Use it That's in a sentence. Get a pushing P mug for your mom, Julia. Keep it player. <laughs> or, what? Does, I don't understand. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I honestly thought it had something to do with drugs. I'm still not fully convinced it's not drug Me same. Yeah, I... If you get this and you are way cooler than us, please let me know because <laughs> I see this all the time. I'm just like, I'm going to pretend like I know what this means. I'm going to pretend like I know what this means. Yeah, push and pee, totally get it. No. No, sometimes I'm like, I know no one's even going to notice that I like this, but I'm going to like it anyways to make it seem like I'm in the know. I don't know what the fuck this tweet means at all. <laughs> Bro, are we getting old? Because I feel the same way about this wordle shit. Oh, I have no fucking clue what Wordle is. No, I don't I, like, get it. The other day, because I'm like, why is everyone has a different one? I'm like, what if I just copied and pasted someone's and was like, oh my God, Wordle. Well, like, would they know that I just copied what they were doing? Like, I don't get what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, <laughs> the way that just put my brain in a pretzel was unreal. <laughs> I, dude, I kind of, <gasps> Sarah. We can what? figure out Wordle on our road trip. Oh, yeah. We have so much time. Like, mm-hmm. we will learn everything about Wordle, Push and P. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. I'm in. Sold. So, wait, is yeah. Wordle an app? Do you know what is it? What is it? I just know that it's squares. No, because I, I only see it on Twitter, but I'm like, this must be an app, but why are you guys playing it on Twitter? <laughs> I'm not complaining. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me, but I'm just like, I don't know what this is. It kind of reminds me of when you would like play words with friends and like share it on Facebook and like roast your friends. <laughs> and be like, yo, this motherfucker couldn't come up with a 24 point word. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I miss words with friends. Can we bring that shit back? Can we roast that let's back? Let's bring it back. I uh, love words with friends. Words with friends is push and pee. Did so I do true. that right? I was just did I, thinking. Did I do that right? Words with friends, push and pee. Bussin. <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's all we know. Bussin. Bussin's all we know. Bussin <laughs> words with friends. Bus. This is this got out of hand so fast. Um. <laughs> Uh, do you have a tea party this week? I do. It's just specific to euphoria because like I said, I'm so deep in euphoria TikTok. I did not realize this. So Alexa Demi, she plays Maddie in euphoria. I guess no one knows what her actual age is. And there's a bunch of pictures from her from like 2010 and like 2008 where she's with like the Kardashians. Like she has been in so many things and hung out with so many people that the, like, how old is she? If you Google it, her age doesn't come up and everyone's like, oh, I think she's 31. No confirmation of it anywhere. And she just knows everyone. So I'm like, is she a time traveler? Cause also she looks so young. I Not that just looked old, her up but- on Wikipedia. She does not have a birthday on, like, a year. Yes! I'm like, how the fuck do we know a bunch of shit about people from, like, 700 BC, but no one can figure out this girl's fucking birth date? (laughs) It's bizarre. I'm literally on Google right now. 
Mm-hmm. Bro. There's nothing. How do we know like, that, like, you? how do we know who built the fucking pyramids and, like, how they did it potentially, even though I think it was aliens, if we don't know this girl's goddamn birth year? I saw a meme. It was like a <laughs> screenshot from Euphoria of her and Sydney Sweeney walking down the hallway, and the caption was Alexa Demi and Betty White, 1940. <laughs> no one knows when she was born. Like, is she a time traveler? That is so funny, dude. It's so weird. I'm like, she's one of the most famous people right now, too. She's hanging out with, like Haley Bieber, like the Hazids. Like, she's with everyone. And like no one knows anything about her. She's been in the spotlight for so many years. And I didn't realize that either. I thought Euphoria is kind of her first role. She's been in so much that you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> also, like, how has someone not come out and been like, hey, yeah, I went to middle school with this girl. We are X years old. Not a single person. I'm like, has she like sworn everyone to secrecy? Because also I just found out recently that she's like, dating this like singer and has been for like four years or five years and like if you go on her instagram she only has like six pictures and they're just of her but she's been like his music videos and stuff and people are just now finding out they've been dating for years i'm like how is she so secretive i feel like this entire time i've just been that like gif of the chick with like the like letters and like numbers going around her face Because I'm just so shook by this. Like, what the fuck? He's a mystery. I'm like, good for you, girl. (laughs) Maybe she's maybe she's a vampire. I could see it. I could too. Um, my tea party this week is way less cool, and now I feel like a loser. But I just wanted to say fuck Stephen A. Smith because the other day, I'm sure you saw my private snap story of that video I put up of his just completely Mm -hmm. inappropriate comments about women in the sports industry that got completely swept under the rug by his COVID takes with Kyrie and it was just absolute bullshit and I'm so thankful for Swagoo who stood up for the like women on ESPN and all that kind of stuff because basically Stephen A was trying to bully his way into a women's space a woman's space and saying that it needed more male perspective when there are two female hosted shows on all of ESPN and they are both podcasts and one is named after Stephen A. Smith's show and the other is hosted by Mina Kimes which I'm not even sure is still running anymore so it, the comments were just disgusting they really pissed me off especially as someone who like fights for inclusivity in the sports space it just really really pushed me the wrong way and it's like I know that Stephen A. is controversial and that's his job and that's what he makes all this money for but it just it it was not a good look for me. I like because like you said his whole thing is to be controversial and whatnot but that didn't even seem like he was trying to do it for the views or anything that just seemed like it was generally how he felt yeah and it was like going back in time to like fucking 1950s like just the mm-hmm. way he said it oh I don't know when you poke because I saw it on your private story I was not watching it obviously but that did not there's no way to spin it into being anything like oh I didn't mean it like that like you made it very clear what you meant yeah So I wanted to like kind of use this as a way to like transition to our tweets of the week, but there was a girl on Twitter who has me blocked and was trying to like start beef with me over this, but she had me blocked. So I couldn't say what I couldn't see what she was saying. So she was like, one of my friends like sent like a screenshot of it to me. And she was saying they're like making a mountain out of a molehill and blah, blah, blah. I don't think if you have someone blocked on Twitter, you should be able to comment on their shit. 
No. Like, say it with your chest to their face yep. or just sit out. Like, you look like a coward. Yep. Um, my only other tweet of the week was there was this guy who tweeted me and he was like, what Jaguars game can I take you to next year for a first date? And I quote tweeted it and I sent a bonk and he was like, oh, well, JK, I would never take her out. She's insane. And I was just like, oh, heard. (laughs) So those are my Uh tweets of the week. My only, it's not a tweet, it's an Instagram DM that I just recently discovered. I did not know, because like I said before in the show, I do not check my Instagram DM requests. If you're trying to reach me, don't do it there. You will yeah. never reach me. But I was going through and I found this one. He literally gives me like a breakdown of what he thought on the Bruins game. Like every single time <laughs> they play, I've never responded. I've never opened it. So it's never said seen. But they're like paragraphs. And most recently, he said something about like what he thinks the Bruins should do for trades, what he thinks about the Capitals game tonight, like all this stuff. And I just like went through it. I'm like, dude, just write an article or something. Like, you have good ideas. <laughs> it was just weird. I'm like, why are you telling me? What about me? Is like, I'm going to just unload my full analysis. Put that somewhere creatively. You, mm-hmm. You've got some good ideas here. Yeah. It's just bizarre because you go through your Instagram DM requests and they're just like random, like gross ass shit. But then I just so see paragraph weird. on paragraph. And like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? It's like nothing weird, just the Bruins, but he's talking to no one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There are so many accounts like that that just kind of geek me out. Um, I only have one closing thought. My closing thought is that women are kind of tough as shit you know i if you know if you know what women go through every 28 days shark week is not fun toughed it out for this show but like if you have a girlfriend you have a mom you have a sister like we're tough you know love love your girl gang we we go through some shit and we still make it work you know so love your ladies sarah do you have any closing thoughts (laughs) yes i have two my first one pertains to euphoria because i want your opinions (laughs) on this just someone like tweet at me their thoughts because I want to know what they think about Cassie and what happened with her if you watched the show recently I do because I was like oh okay what are your thoughts because everyone on TikTok because I told you I'm so deep in euphoria TikTok I'll give my thoughts first okay and what I've seen now I'm like am I a bad person okay because I just think like obviously what she did is so fucked up like well, like I would never do that to someone but that was like yeah I understand where she's coming from because like she said so many times like I just want to be loved that's my number one thing so like any attention she gets from boys she just takes it as like yeah oh my god they're going to give me attention and like I understand where she came from again I would never <sighs> do what she did but then people are like if you like in any way still support Cassie like that just means you would do the same thing and you're a terrible person too I'm like clearly I disagree you do with not that have take. any insecurity <laughs> Yeah, because that is so not true. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I would never, but like the young woman that she is like portraying in the show. Yeah. If I were that age and I had the insecurities that Cassie does, I can't say that I would make any different decision, but it's like as a grown ass woman, it's easy to sit here and be like, no, fuck that. Like I would never, but it's like as a kid. Yeah. 
kids make oh, mistakes. She's 17. But I was like, am I a bad person for like understanding why drama? she doesn't like, I think she knows it's wrong. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I'm the issue. Like, obviously I know don't fuck your best friend's ex that's abusive. Yeah. Like, hell no. But I'm like, she's just insecure. Mm-hmm. Like, that does not excuse what she did, but I don't know. TikTok's really attacking me. And I'm like, no I think that it's young immature girls who aren't really in like a space to be able to acknowledge that they have felt that or they could feel that or their friends have felt that Mm -hmm. and it's like I think that the difference is is that you and I are kind of in like an adult space where we can like kind of accept and appreciate the people that we were at that age that we are no longer yeah and that's on growth baby 2022 hell yeah (laughs) <laughs> my only other closing thought not related to euphoria is that everyone better fucking watch the philly new york and yeah! plus and look for us otherwise you're fake <laughs> and i'm making sarah watch nfl playoffs this weekend at a bar hammered yes yes okay we will have nfl analysis next week as a team baby let's Ooh. go wait should we put a dollar parlay on each of our picks Yes. Okay. All right. Sarah and I are doing parlays. This is getting crazy. (laughs) Our show started out like so slow and then towards the end just became (laughs) fucking chaotic as hell. So if you are here, such mayhem. (laughs) Mayhem, as always. I don't want peace. I want problems. Always. (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter at Satin Seltzers Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Saturdays and Seltzers. If you are here, thank you so much for still listening. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and keep on pushing y'all. You got that juice, fresh squeeze too cute I can tell you new, and it ain't just you Girl, it ain't just you It's your whole damn crew, got the haters on mute Cause they love that view Keep looking at you, ain't nothing new This is not they world They know you run the city, every town, every borough They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls Get them girl, get them girl Cause this is not they world They know you run the city, every town, every borough They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough When Sundays are for the boys, when Saturdays for the girls Get them girl, get them girl Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Uh-huh.